and a glass of Prosecco. It's time to face the fun guy. <laughs> Right, Emma, if you're feeling pumped, I'm ready to do my story. Okay, if you yeah. want to hear Come it. Come on, yeah, hit me. The last one. Come on. Gotta be good, gotta be good. I'm bringing you a love story written by a psychopath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a spiritual fiction okay. from Spirit and Destiny. Yeah, we know how these normally go. They're a bit they're a bit odd. So Sharon Ward has submitted her story. Yep. And I can only think that she's not Sharon's okay. A okay. <laughs> it's like her fantasy. <laughs> okay. And it's called A Love That's Out of This World. It says... Straight away that makes me think you wrote it, even though we've already done this. <laughs> <laughs> this just doesn't sound real already. Sophie felt sure she'd finally met someone really special who she'd do anything for. Well, that's anything. A... Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, yeah. what? It just really grabbed me. <laughs> Sophie stood on the pavement, traffic hurtling past her. It was hot, hotter than any June she could remember. She peeled off her pink cashmere cardigan and shoved it into her handbag. Lord, she was tired. (laughs) For the past few weeks, the same dream had been disturbing her sleep. Upon waking, her only recollection was of fragmented images, the rumble of a waterfall, crystal clear water and falling from a blue sky. Sophie rummaged through her handbag for the bottle of water she'd put there just before her lunch break. (laughs) The details are just so unnecessary. (laughs) Be patient, she told herself. He came this way at lunchtime every single day. She liked predictability and a sense of reliability in a man. (laughs) And what Sophie really wanted was someone who'd be there when she needed him. Full stop. Always. Full stop. (laughs) She'd seen the same man every lunchtime for the past few weeks on this corner of the busy London street, and for some reason she'd become fixated by him. Oh my god. (laughs) Perhaps it was his steadiness, the firm sense that he seemed to know where he was going. She'd never known where she was going, had always felt a little lost. (laughs) Pulling out her compact mirror, Sophie checked her new lipstick. Perfect. Surely today was the day he'd notice her. This poor guy does not know there's like a psycho following him. He rounded the corner, on time as usual, and wearing the same clothes. Jacket and white cotton shirt. Again, (laughs) she liked the consistency. It made her feel like she knew him, although they'd never spoken. She would love Steve Jobs. Yet. (laughs) It's just so threatening doing one word sentences. Always. Never. Yeah. Yet. (laughs) Sophie watched the man as he walked towards her. She looked directly at him and smiled. The kind of smile that said, I'm available. (laughs) So she's just stood on the corner waiting for this man. She's a predator. Yeah. If guys did this to women, honestly, this kind of smile that said you're available. It's just really odd. And like their interaction is really weird that's coming up as well. He glanced at her brow slightly furrowed. (laughs) She carried on smiling and he stopped a few feet away from her. Can I help you? (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) He asked. Sophie faltered, caught off guard. Oh, I just thought I recognised you. Perhaps it's just because I see you here every lunchtime, she stuttered. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Don't tell him that. If he's not noticed I before, know, he's really like, odd. Yes, I always walk this way back to work after having my lunch in the park. He replied. <laughs> I just love how stilted their conversation is. <laughs> this is like the undateable. <laughs> Seizing her opportunity, Sophie asked, So, where do you work? <laughs> She's so invasive. Yeah, away. really weird. Miller Portfolio Management. Very boring, really. But you've got to work somewhere, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Preaching to the choir, sis. (laughs) Plus, my dad owns the company, so my future was kind of mapped out. What? (laughs) Why would you just say that to someone on the street corner? She liked the way he spoke, softly with the kind of accent that told you he'd been educated. (laughs) (laughs) She's just gold digging. (laughs) She replied cautiously, careful to enunciate her words, showing him that she was also intelligent and educated. educated. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I work to live, not live to work. She was this is the most bizarre conversation. <laughs> she was pleased with this response. You're reading it in the most bizarre <laughs> way as well. This is just odd. She was pleased with this response, letting him know that she was more than just an office worker. (laughs) He smiled and Sophie jumped in. Um, hope you don't find this too forward, but I was wondering if you'd like to have coffee with me, she asked. She was feeling brave, buoyed up by her desire to get to know this stranger who had captivated her. (laughs) Yes, he said. I'd like that. Are you free now? (laughs) Yes. I'd like that. Just for a little while, before I go to work. I suppose... A date before work. Yeah, I know, it's oh, really This weird. whole thing is really uncomfortable. I suppose I could spare half an hour if you can. Careful, not too keen, she reminded herself. <laughs> <laughs> what is she going to do to him? I know, yeah. it's really weird. I've been watching you. She puts like a baseball cup on and just sits <laughs> in the park watching him eat his like, tuna sandwich Come to my day. transparent cube under my bookshop. <laughs> They sat in the cafe just down from her office and chatted, the atmosphere growing warmer as the minutes passed. Sebastian told her of his oh, dream. Oh, you know his name now. <laughs> oh yeah, it hasn't even said that, has it? Sebastian told her of his dreams. He wanted to escape, leave his job and become an artist, a painter. <laughs> He'd had a fiance, but for some reason he didn't understand, she suddenly went cold on him and started to treat him like he didn't exist. Aww. In turn, Sophie confided in Sebastian about her unrequited loves, the men who hadn't seen her for who she truly was. That's probably something you don't say on the first yeah, day. All these men don't fancy me. In a half an hour coffee date. Yeah. In your lunch break. I've been in loads of relationships and all of them don't ever love me. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay. She talked about her loneliness. Oh, <laughs> fun. How she didn't feel like she fitted in in London and her fantasy of moving to a place where she could recreate herself. Sophie felt with every bone in her body that Sebastian understood her. Sophie is mental. The time passed in a flash and Sebastian stood up. So sorry, I have to get back. Can we do this again tomorrow? Oh, oh, because he was sold instantly from her (laughs) saying about how lonely and desperate she is. (laughs) Sophie couldn't wait. She couldn't explain it, but she felt such a deep, deep connection with this man, despite having only just met him. He was a soulmate. She just knew it. What? <laughs> and then this, the next bit is a shocking revelation. He was not the soulmate. In fact, he was actually a bit mental. <laughs> she walked back to the office as if in a dream. Sit- <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? You said it like that boy off TikTok that goes, Sully balls here. <laughs> 
sitting at her desk, looking at the mountain of work, she sighed. Tomorrow seemed like a long way away. Absently, she googled Sebastian's name and the company he worked oh, for. Oh, let's see. Oh, he's he's a really rich CEO. He's going to be the Christian Grey type, isn't it? What flashed up on screen was the last thing Sophie expected to see. A headline from a London newspaper. January 2008. Fire at London Company kills workers. Company closes indefinitely. Confused. He's been dead for ten years. (laughs) Confused, Sophie clicked on the link. She was certain that was where Sebastian said he had worked. A number of people were killed in a flash fire. Amongst them, Sebastian Miller, the only son of Charles Miller, the owner of this prestigious financial institution. (laughs) Sophie read. What the... Sophie felt... <laughs> I hate that. You did that in the one that you wrote last week. What the? What the what? What's the what? Just say it with <laughs> Sophie felt like a cold hand had just gripped her heart. I think you wrote this, but we, we were meant to have done our fake news, so either way you won't be able to redeem points from this. But this is something that you would write. <laughs> she sat for a while, not knowing what to think. Then she clicked off the link and tried to focus on her unfinished work. Your soulmate's a goose, that's when you know you're lonely. <laughs> Sophie remembered what Sebastian had said to her about his fiance who had suddenly stopped talking to him, like he was invisible <laughs> to her. Oh, this is funny, it's almost like the plot of The Sixth Sense, that's crazy. <laughs> and the penny dropped. He had literally become invisible to her, <laughs> but that meant he was a ghost. And if that was the case, why on earth could Sophie see him? Was it proof that they were meant to be together somehow? Wait, wait. <laughs> you think that meeting a ghost and hitting it off with him and saying about how lonely you are, that means that it's meant to work out? How yeah. on earth is this relationship going to work? Well, as, as she's about to say, okay. a believer in fate in the spirit world, <laughs> Sophie was sure something had caused their paths to cross and she was curious to find out what... She continued to meet Sebastian each day at the same time on the same street corner. Oh, didn't bring it up. Couldn't just exchange numbers no. and like, go for a drink. He lit up her heart with his easy smile and warm humour. Every time Sophie saw him, she loved him more, wanted loved him more. Him. Oh. But how could she when she was falling in love with a ghost? Oh, this is ridiculous. The next day, sitting on a bench, oblivious to the dull roar of the London traffic, <laughs> Sophie asked tentatively, What do you want from me, Sebastian? From us? He looked at her seriously, a shadow of worry on his face. Flesh. (laughs) Your eternal soul. (laughs) I only know that I love you. That you somehow have set me free. Free from a lifeless life, a limbo existence. A lifeless life. (laughs) I'm so much more than I was before I met you. I want to be with you, she replied. It was a simple statement that spoke not just from her heart, but from her soul. She went to caress his face and her hand slipped through his whole body (laughs) and went to the other side and there was someone sitting on the other side of the bench. (laughs) He smiled. I've been stuck for so long in this prison of an existence. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel different now. That's why I've actually had chats with boys on Tinder. (laughs) You've had chats with boys in real life that say that to you. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) The never-ending darkness of this. (laughs) I actually have. Somehow, I know I can leave, but only with you. Will you come with me? What? She... Wait, one sec. So, 
if we're gonna run with this, yeah. What is everyone else seeing in the park? Just her chair herself, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. She didn't hesitate. She knew he was the one. She wasn't going to let him go. Not now, not ever. Sophie nodded, smiling and certain. Yes. Freak. I will. You absolute weirdo. The sound of twisting metal reverberated through the air as the car swerved and mounted the pavement where they sat destroying everything in its path. You, this isn't real. Destiny came Is and delivered. Is this actually in the spirit of Destiny? <laughs> or have you written this? Are you declaring for you got to no, declare No, I can't because you're only allowed one thing. So either way, you've lost your points if this is a fake news story. Destiny came You've written this? No, I haven't. Really? Swear to God, yeah. Oh my God, this is mental. Destiny came and delivered its gift to her quickly and efficiently. Oh, she and efficiently. <laughs> she left. It was clean. <laughs> it cleaned her. In two seconds. She left her earthly self behind completely Instantly. without remorse. For the first time, Sebastian touched her, kissing her cheek softly, and they walked hand in hand, melting into the busy How streets. Ma- <laughs> Sorry. How many dates did they have? <laughs> like two coffee dates. <laughs> and then a car smashed her up. Honestly, big mood, imagine. As they walked, the landscape changed. Gone were the grey imposing space. office buildings and tower blocks. Instead, luscious green fields glowing with iridescent flowers flanked their path. Flanked. So, there's <laughs> <laughs> a flanked. Flanked means next to it, but it's a really He's weird word. The, uh, just say next to. Sophie looked in amazement as they approached a <laughs> flanked. <laughs> Someone got too excited with the synonym. Sophie looked in amazement as they approached a glittering waterfall, silver streams falling softly onto oh the rocks God, below. Oh my from her dream. Sebastian said. I could see this place before, but until you came, I couldn't reach it. She watched the clear water cascading into the <laughs> Azure River. So she opened up a handbag and she got her water bottle out. It all made sense. She no, it doesn't. They always say that. <laughs> That's it all what I even sense. said in my yeah, opinion. It does my head in me. Just, they like to pepper in it every story. After it made a lot sense. of nonsense. Finally. It all made sense. <laughs> she replied, I've been here in my dreams, but I never understood it. Not until now. And then they jumped. <laughs> so that's a lovely romantic Sorry. tale from Sharon Ward. Where did they jump? Down the waterfall. Into, but heaven, then into heaven, I assume. <laughs> what? So I they do don't even get to enjoy the afterlife together. They've just now moved on. Oh, um, yeah. I assume like, what was the point? He's together. just killed her? <laughs> Like she's been murdered, so he's just used her to he to like mesmerized to the... her to get to kill her to kill her and to get to the place that he wanted to, to go then to. move on into oblivion to <laughs> jump down the waterfall. It's and a go, horror story. That's re- yeah. You could literally just spin this in and a different was, way. That was called a love that's out of this world. That ain't love, hun. <laughs> that is really dark, though, wasn't it? Like I was reading it, like what? <laughs> this whole thing is odd. What about this poor girl's family? Yeah, there was absolutely no mention. She just fancied a ghost. That means she had no friends, no family. Well, she said how lonely she was. Well, no. <laughs> she's not just an office worker. She's living to work. But if there is a no, demon thing, working... they're going to prey on her, aren't they? <laughs> if she's saying she has not a single connection, the demons are just going to flock to her. Do you want to come? Do you want to come with me? Do you want to fancy me? Demon Christian Grey got her. Yeah. To be fair, lots of women would succumb to a demon ghost Christian Grey. So yeah. Well that was that was odd. <laughs> what, I love that you thought I wrote that. Well 
I've just never I've seen those spiritual fiction ones before and they're just really odd. There's nothing that's like that mental because they can't they can't yeah. push it too much because people know they're I think it. that says more about Sharon's fantasy than it does about I think anything else. Sharon would rather a ghost boyfriend than a real person. <laughs> Yeah, it went from zero, like, zero to 100 yeah. very quickly, and then back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. That was just an odd experience, hearing that. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Unbelievable. Yeah, got me. I don't know. Do, are we doing points today? Yeah. I'd say... Oh, it was good. I thought you wrote it. I don't know. I'll give you I'll give you a nine for that. That was a oh, good one. Nice. Taken. Okay, so this one. A strange request from a homeless man was a sign not to be ignored. Okay. Opening Dad's bathroom cabinet, I reached for a pair of scissors when I suddenly felt a gust of cold air on my face. You've come to prepare your dad, a male voice said. (laughs) I've always been a bit psychic and I knew it was my spirit guide, but still, the voice terrified me. Scared, I ran downstairs to my dad, who was sitting in a chair waiting for me to cut his hair. (laughs) What? What did they... What did they mean? You've come to prepare your dad, the voice said again, in my ear. <laughs> it's an honour. I remember the maiden that washed my feet. What? What? What is happening? This... Nothing <laughs> at the moment. Just this voice in her head telling me. Right. <laughs> I felt sick inside as I realised what they were on about. Dad was going to die and I had to give him a nice haircut to prepare him oh, for the gee, coffin. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, dad... Wouldn't you prefer to have your feet washed instead? <laughs> I blurted, thinking that if I avoided cutting his hair, I could stop it happening. My feet washed? Dad chuckled. No pet, I want my hair cut. <laughs> Sighing, I got to work knowing nothing would stop fate getting in the way. What? You sure enough. Say, Dad, I'm so sorry. I've just had like news from the afterlife. <laughs> you 100% believe it. Yeah. Sighing, I got to work knowing nothing would stop fate getting in the way. Sure enough, two days later, Dad had a fatal heart attack. He was 16 years old laughing at that. But wherever you think the story's going, it's not Okay, there. it's all. I'm already baffled. Me, my sister Pearl and Mum were all devastated, especially when I told them about the weird warning from my guide. After that, I kept catching glimpses of Dad. Why didn't she say go to the doctors, yeah, like go and get a checkup? <laughs> like maybe there's something... If she really believes that, why did she not do know. anything apart she from tried to wash his feet? Or the coffin? <laughs> <laughs> you just say, can you go to the doctors, please? I've got a weird feeling. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. You would do something normal. Yeah, you wouldn't just be like, nah, well, fate's going to do what fate wants to do. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to bloody cut your hair. <laughs> then two years later, I was in the kitchen in my home in Gatestead, Tyne and Ware, when I spotted him sitting in an armchair, staring straight ahead. He came to say goodbye, I told Mum and Pearl. He's finally crossed over into heaven. Mum and Pearl were sad that their chance of seeing him had gone. If only we were psychic like you, she said. Six years passed and I didn't see Dad again. But then there was a knock on Mum's door. Pearl answered, and there, to her surprise, was a homeless man with no shoes on (laughs) and huge sores on his feet. (laughs) Could you bathe them? The man asked, remembering what the spirit what? had said to me about washing people's feet. She wondered if it was a sign from Dad and let him in. That is disgusting. The man sat in silence as Pearl did what he asked before giving him some cans of beer and a five-pound oh. <laughs> Call a doctor for him. <laughs> Massive sores on her feet. Touching the sore feet and giving him a beer. Imagine someone knocking on your door, could you bathe my feet? 
<laughs> oh, that feels so nice. Oh, a little bit to the left. Do, do you want to get your feet out? Can I have a look at your feet? <laughs> Would you like a bit foot next, me lady? <laughs> weeping shorts. <laughs> weeping shorts. I've got toes that have weeping shorts. <laughs> but then the man laughed. He vanished into thin air, Pearl cried. And he left the £5 note and the unopened cans on the garden wall. So was he even homeless or was he just a weird a footman? Man. Yeah, maybe. Touch my feet. It's been 37 years since that strange day, but we still talk about it often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the homeless man was an angel sent from heaven, sent by dad to com- comfort Pearl. <laughs> what do you mean comfort? He did nothing. He said nothing. You just washed a dirty man's feet <laughs> and gave him a beer. Because a voice in her head. Yeah, but if the homeless man had then said some amazing advice that changed their life no. or did something... And a fiver, surely... Right. He just turned up and then went. Yeah. He did nothing. But why would they give him beers and a £5 note? At least give him a 20 <laughs> Like, help him out. Do you want to stay the night? Is there anything dinner? we can do? Yeah, can we put you in a hotel for the next yeah. few nights? You do something. Here's a £5 note after washing your feet. Off you trot. <laughs> Imagine someone knocking on the door to ask for a foot wash. Call the doctor for him. <laughs> Call the police. <laughs> I'm I'm baffled. I loved it. <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah, I loved it. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I loved it. Yeah. Dirty toes. Yeah. Uh, Katie loves dirty toes. <laughs> I just that makes absolutely no sense because it has nothing to do with her, her dad. Yeah, like, poor dad. Yeah. Bear in mind the dad wasn't the one that wanted his feet doing. <laughs> He said, no, what are you chatting he about? He wanted his haircut, and that's it. And she was trying to wash his feet to prepare him for the coffin. <laughs> that's, why, that's why the homeless man disappeared. She killed him and put him in the coffin. <laughs> I'm absolutely baffled by that, yeah. Brilliant. Really good. Is series two of Humble Can you believe it? This is our 20th episode. That is mad. I know, 20, 20 different episodes of absolute nonsense. In the midst of a pandemic. And if you've got this far into it, you've listened to 20 yeah. episodes of us chatting at each other. So thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, series two has been really cool and fun. And like we've done it actually living together. Like we did series one over FaceTime, like yeah. across the country and like. So thank you so so much. We've had so many nice messages from people yeah. and people sharing it about, which is great. So thank you so much. We'll see you all for series three. TBC. Da-da-da-da-da. Bum 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 bum.